0: Brighton Talk Sex, the sex Sex. education we never had at school.
1: You're listening to Brighton Talk Sex.
0: Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys and erotica. Welcome to Brighton Talk Sex. Today I'm with Becky Price. And we're exploring the art of receiving. So um, Becky, could you explain begin by um, helping us see um, why you've chosen the art of receiving?
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, Michelle. It's lovely to be lovely to be back. Um, yeah, the art of receiving I chose that as a topic. For my talk at Brighton Talk Sex, because um, because I think it's a really tricky area. Actually, it's a tricky area, and it's an area that um, can create confusion. Mm-hmm. Can create confusion when we're, um, you know, as people. Teaching people about how to have pleasure or about eroticism and learning about it and understanding um, both in the teaching but also in the listening to your own body and and understanding yourself I just think it's an area that can have confusion so I wanted to talk about it. Hmm.
0: Um, It's also something that the majority of us struggle with. Absolutely. it's It's easier to give than to absolutely
1: absolutely i mean i would say um particularly among men actually is that say about 90 percent of them would say that they are happier giving Hmm. um and then i often say well who's who's doing the receiving then if everybody wants to give Hmm. (laughs) who's doing the receiving here um and and who's the pleasure for where is the pleasure Hmm. um um and um yeah I think you're quite right it's something that we we do really struggle with and probably the key word around why we struggle with that is vulnerability Mm -hmm. Um, because if we are if we're feeling something and we and we just allow ourselves to really be with that feeling then we have to we have to come away from our minds and our minds will always have an idea of what should happen.
0: Mm.
1: You know, particularly around sexuality, we have an idea my body should respond in this way or if they're doing that right, then that will happen in that way. Um, You know, and then that would be good sex. That's Mm. the right thing. Um, But then that's also compounded by the things we may really want to feel in our body. So we really want to feel we've got an idea that when I feel this specific feeling, I know I'm having good sex.
0: Hmm.
1: So, um, um, which may be something that we felt in the past. So then it's like we're trying to recreate the past Hmm. or we're trying to recreate an idea that we've got about good sex. Um, But of course, all of that, takes us out of being in the moment and being with the reality being with the mystery and the beauty Mm of of what's possible in that moment um yeah so when we when we actually come into that and come into that place of really being with what is happening in any given moment we actually have no idea how it's going to feel in the next moment
0: no no
1: from moment to moment, we don't know, and that and of course that makes us vulnerable, of course that makes us very, very vulnerable
0: do you also yeah. feel that when to be receptive is to also be out of control well that's and I
1: think that's uh I think that's the place where some of the confusion can happen mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know um there's it's really interesting when you said. Out of control. I immediately have an idea of what out of control looks like. Yes, you know, it's like you're kind of going crazy. I'm out of no. control because I'm going <laughs> crazy. I'm in you control know. our experience. Abs- no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. But it comes, it comes in many shapes <laughs> yes, and sizes. So immediately the mind comes in and says, "That's what this is." Mm. So we try to create it. Da 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 da, da. Um, But I think we. Um, Do we need to be out of control? Um, yes, we do, and one of the things I think this is the this is a kind of some of the crux of what I wanted to talk about is that there's a I know for myself and my own learning about being able to be in those places of surrender was actually that you know, we talk about our minds and bodies being together and being connected. Mm. Um, And we talk about that thing of the mind can be in control too much, trying to control the process and control what happens and control the experience. Um, And then if we let go of that control, that might mean actually that we're just letting the other person do stuff to us and we've stopped taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, that's the place where the confusion can happen. Mm. Because what I learned in my own journey with with Tantra and, and learning to listen to my body was that um, when I became comfortable and actually trusting myself that if... If I feel something that I don't like or that is too much for me, I can say stop and that person would stop.
0: Hmm.
1: When that trust is there, when we can trust that, then we can go a little bit further into the unknown. Hmm. We can kind of explore those boundaries. We can explore those places and then we can start to let go. Hmm. Um,
0: so our environment and absolutely. also the person we are with, or even ourselves actually, is the nest or the key to supporting us to be more receptive.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's there's um, you know there are some key things with that. So there's the um, I've already mentioned about being able to speak and have that safety. You know, if I say no or I say stop, it will stop or it mm. will change. Or you know, um, um, but there's also there's also a side where um, when the person is giving, or that is the person giving in a place of expectation. That they're going to touch you in a certain way and your body's going to respond in a certain way.
0: Mm.
1: And um, if they're holding that belief or they're holding that expectation and or, because they're not, they don't always go together, Mm. and or you believe that's what's going on. So mm. you believe they're touching me in this way and therefore my body should respond in a certain way. Mm. Then nobody's nobody's with the magic, really, are they?
0: Well, a, you know. That sounds like a pre-designed experience.
1: Absolutely.
0: Rather Absolutely. than, like you said,
1: showing up to the experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if we can, if somebody's somebody is um and this is you know it's about kind of setting the scene to allow ourselves to really receive Mm. is that we're in a place where the person is is doing something to us exploring different types of touch Mm. and what's really valid there is that we just feel our experience Mm and that we're allowed to feel our experience so there's permission both from the person giving for that mm. to happen and also the internal permission mm. for that to happen that is mm. okay for me just to feel my experience mm. then um then we can start to enter that mm. that that place of not being in control and being with the with the magic of the moment mm. you know mm. and um And it's my experience that what happens in that is that we we can soar to extraordinary heights of pleasure.
0: Hmm. We can,
1: you know, sink to extraordinary depths of pleasure as well. We can be in incredibly, um, you know, things that change moment by moment or we may be in very exquisite still moments. But we can also be in really... um, Tender moments, mm. you know, I know um, I sort of think back to um, a, an episode I had where I was I was receiving from a friend of mine, and they were they were giving me a really beautiful tantric massage, and um throughout the entire time I felt my body, it was like I was on the edge of bursting into tears. And I thought I was going to burst into tears. And I just kept saying to myself, it's okay if you do. It's really okay. And I kept being really surprised that I didn't. Hmm. But it was the whole time, it was like right on that edge, mm. right on that edge. And, and in that moment, it felt it was quite odd. It felt quite an odd experience but very tender and very beautiful as well. And it became, as I gave myself permission to cry if the tears came, but that it was okay if they didn't.
0: Mm. And
1: actually they didn't. Mm. Um, You know, it created an immense softening in me.
0: Mm. And um, in that softening, there's an expansion, isn't there? Because I think what I meant by control earlier is that that's a restriction a limit yeah whereas uh, the other way receptivity and softening is uh yeah yeah exactly exactly that's the word exactly yeah
1: that's <laughs> no, a good word it's a very very good word it's a very very good word there is a there is an expansion um and i you know i think a significant part of that expansion comes from from a, a relaxation in the body. Yeah. Um, and it's a relaxation on a physical level. People often talk about, you know, it's like a relaxation on a on a fascial level. So it's not just the muscles, it's the fascia that start to unwind. It's mm-hmm. all that deep layers of tension that we hold in our body start to unwind, mm-hmm. which frees us up, you know, yes. so actually after the event, as well as the event itself being very beautiful and pleasurable and very honouring and heartfelt Mm. and erotic very erotic um that afterwards um is is deeply fulfilling Mm. I I felt you know and whenever I'm in that situation of receiving on that level it feels it's it's like one's been filled up because one has allowed oneself to receive Mm.
0: Um, it sounds like um what you're just saying there that there was self permission yes it's like you attended attended to yourself by giving yourself self permission yeah to receive which yeah. is a very different quality yeah to um someone giving us permission to receive absolutely yeah
1: absolutely no and and i think that's the thing that's the that's the, uh, you know, you talked about the creating the nest, creating the container to start with, creating mm. the context mm. um, in which we go into our encounters,
0: mm.
1: you know, whether that be with a, a, a long-term beloved or whether that be a momentary thing that happens with somebody, is that the, um, the place of our ability, if we have an ability... To communicate with one another mm. and to, and to speak, then we can then we start to create that container you know mm. that holds us. Um,
0: Do you feel that one of the um, resistances to receiving is also our upbringing in that when in during our childhood we can, um, either being taught that it's rude to ask, or you know, we're very brought up in a society of giving. Um, and the other thing I'm just remembering is that often when we could be a child, we can ask for something and then we don't receive what we've just asked for. Absolutely. Um, so it's, it feels like maybe the core of our receptivity can be quite ingrained. Oh Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Mm. absolutely. You know, we are, you know, as children we're we're taught um, you know, not to take too much,
0: mm.
1: not to to um, you know, to share everything, to, you know, actually kind of really moderate our own desires and wishes. Mm. We're well, um, told it's
0: rude to ask. Absolutely. Nobody.
1: Absolutely.
0: Bought up. Way. yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's rude to ask you need to let the other person have their turn
0: mm. you
1: need to not push yourself forward you need to you know mm. all of that all of that stuff is there mm. absolutely
0: and um and uh um and our wants and needs not really been of any importance
1: absolutely and and this brings this brings you know it reminds me of another another big thing with this um so the way that the way that this art of receiving can be seen is um, is when we look at yin and yang as mm. ideas, as concepts, the Taoist concept of yin and yang, and uh, one of the ways in which yin and yang is described is that the yang aspect is the active it's the doing mm. and the yin aspect is the receptive sometimes that gets translated into the masculine active and the feminine receptive um and we all contain all of those things within us but we live in a society that absolutely rewards the doing mm. um, We, how many of us, I mean, how many of us actually get trapped in our mobile phones when we're on buses or in, you know, in the doctor's waiting surgery or walking down the street street or sat in a cafe waiting for Mm. a friend. We'll sit with our phones because what that says, one of the aspects of that is I'm busy doing something.
0: I'm not sat
1: here doing nothing, waiting. Mm. Because that's actually not, that's uncomfortable for it's us. also
0: because um, I realised this, it wasn't a realisation, but it really enforced it the other day when one of my sons said mm. to me, what are you doing today?
1: Mm.
0: And Absolutely. I don't have to be doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> but we are asked that all the time, what are you yeah. doing this weekend? Yeah. What are you doing today? yeah it's like
1: yeah they don't say mental you know how are you being
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing you know what have you done today yeah what have you done today what have you action. created today what have you achieved yeah. you know we we organize our lives you know even when we go and see coaches or whatever you know we're organizing our lives around to-do lists So I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. We have the idea of a bucket list: Mm. what to do in our lives. You know, tick these things off. Have all of these experiences. Go and do. Go and do. Mm. Go and do. um, Go and achieve. So the
0: beingness is the receptivity.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But that's another. You know, it's another. The reason to talk about this is to, is to highlight. some of the reasons why it might initially feel uncomfortable to be Mm. in that place. And and I think um, that's so important to recognise. And Mm. it's important to recognise when we're giving to somebody is Mm. that actually they might be a bit uncomfortable in that because our culture tells us not to do that. And also in ourselves, we might feel that because our culture tells us Mm. Don't be in this place of, of receiving. Mm. Um, and, and, uh, and to really be able to, I think why I call it the art of receiving mm. is that, um, I know for myself, it's, uh, it continues to be a, a journey and exploration Mm. of my capacity to receive yes because when i, f- I remember when i first kind of started doing my tantra training and um and we'd do some exercises of practicing giving and receiving and i would notice just really how uncomfortable that was for me and um and i got really really confused about You know, the teacher's saying, if something's not right for you, ask for it to be different. Ask for what you want. Well, I don't know what I want. Mm. (laughs) I don't know what I want. And I don't know whether the uncomfortableness I'm feeling is because what they're doing isn't right for me, or whether it's because I'm not yet able to surrender
0: and Mm. to really
1: receive this. Mm. And I don't know how to be with this. And, um, and the only way actually I found my way through all of that was um, very gentle trial yeah. and error. Um, and to endlessly forgive myself for not knowing the difference. Just endlessly forgive myself for not knowing the difference, but know that if I kept exploring and allowing and listening and putting myself in those situations where I could just notice what was happening, Mm. notice the, the voices and the thoughts in my head, notice what was happening in my body keep receiving body work so my body got used to touch, whatever kind of touch that was in all sorts of different scenarios. Then I'd become more comfortable with touch. Mm. Then I'd become more comfortable with using my voice to say I don't like that or I'm not sure about that. And then I could start to actually let go to mm. the places where it, where it feels more possible for me to now go, which is like, I've got no idea what this feeling is and I have no idea whether I like it or not. Mm. Let's just breathe and explore and see what happens. And And that's where the magic then starts to occur. Mm. You
0: know. To just, yeah. so I can get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as, when we're receiving um, or we're playing with receiving, mm. When we know we come to resistance, just to notice that resistance, and in our noticing, that resistance can dissolve, yeah. or it can. It, move, it well, can. Well, I think change. I think it's okay. What it, what I'm saying is, when you
1: notice that resistance, you it's okay. It's okay to either just to notice it and acknowledge it and do mm-hmm. nothing. Mm. It's okay to, um, you know, both of us. Uh, teach and i'm sure i'm not the only person to talk about using our breath Mm. because by just by taking a deep breath we can we can let go and soften a little bit more which allows any resistance gives opportunity for resistance to change isn't it if we um but also that we might try using our voices and say Mm. could you try that touch a bit firmer could you try that touch a bit softer
0: Mm
1: could you maybe go away from touching me in that place and we'll come back to it later okay could we that it's okay to explore all of these things Mm. and it's not about in um you know i I would do this i would do this so you do like oh well okay i found oh i found that if somebody um you know touches my shoulder or holds my hand in a certain way that helps me relax so then I'd go into each situation of receiving going okay I need to hold my hands in this way because that'll help me relax you know and then Mm. one day I realized what nonsense that was Mm. because i would now got into my head that's Mm. what I have to do yeah (laughs) and again I wasn't in the moment No. (laughs) (laughs) so then again we let go and again we have to let go and go okay let's listen And I I think that's the bit that I'm saying about the forgiveness is that we, uh, there are many places to to just try and to explore and to trust. Mm. And the more we can do that, we are, and and if we've let go of the idea of a goal, in that whole act, we will be softening.
0: Mm.
1: We will be softening. We can't do anything but soften. And in that, we are creating spaces within ourselves where we can receive more and more. And mm. like you say, everything starts to go whoosh, mm. as we can really let go. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And and I, I don't, and I don't also, know if that's your no, no, experience no, no, no. as yeah. well. It's I'm, just also that you were saying about those layers almost of like yeah. to our ability to receive. And sometimes, you know, we are a quick fix society and we want to be all of a sudden receptive. but Absolutely. Um, meeting each resistance on the way it's almost like that door opens and there's that much recepti- receptivity this is what I'm hearing from you yeah. and then yeah. we come up again and then another door opens so we're just our, our ability to receive just is forever expanding
1: absolutely absolutely and how we navigate each moment where we feel that resistance might be different Mm, you but know, always and it's with that, kindness. <laughs> and always with kindness, absolutely, <laughs> yes. always with kindness and always with forgiveness to ourselves. You know, mm. um, um,
0: because another uh, one that we haven't spoken of that um, a lady mentioned that evening was our worthiness to receive, absolutely, um, which again comes back to the childhood thing of asking and knowing that we were mm-hmm. worthy of receiving mm-hmm. what we wanted mm-hmm. or asking mm-hmm. for. is
1: such a huge a huge thing Mm. and i and i think i'm glad you mentioned that actually because i um also think that there's a um there's a there's a place where we might learn about our own you know i know that i went through a kind of whole process of learning about my own worthiness
0: mm.
1: and acceptance and I kind of came out of my tantra courses having I've really learned this I've really got this idea of self-worth now and and mm-hmm. I can really look after that and um and then I'd be in a relationship and the other person doesn't seem to be encouraging or responsive to me. Mm. And suddenly my self-worth dropped off a cliff. (laughs) So I was all right in my own little bubble by myself or within you know a tantra workshop or a very held space a very clear space Mm. or you know receiving a tantra massage from a you know trained practitioner and really okay I've got all of that I'm good I'm good okay now I'm in a romantic relationship with somebody and Mm. actually just because you know their mind was on something else or just you know some tiny little thing would send me off the cliff So it was like that was another layer then again about feeling my self-worth and not... It shows us where we're at, doesn't it? Absolutely.
0: Or our ability to hold on to everything we feel.
1: Absolutely. um, In the presence of another. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it took, took, you know, what happened there as well. There is the holding on to the self-worth, but also the how fast my own mind would go Mm. to an interpretation and this is something I see a lot and I think it is a lot of our difficulties in intimacy actually is that our very rapid interpretation and judgment about somebody else's actions
0: Mm. And we take it so personally. Absolutely, (laughs) we
1: just take offence. And and of course, you know, and I've said, one of those biggest places of the art of receiving, the really scary place is that we feel very vulnerable.
0: Mm. So it
1: absolutely takes us to the edge that the first place, somebody does something, Mm. you know, and we're...
0: (laughs) Mm.
1: <laughs> we shut down, we hate them, it's all their fault, they've not done this, we've not done you know mm. and suddenly we're back with the rigidity and with the with the stuckness and the resistance again. Mm. You know. Um yeah, yeah. yeah
0: so you know. if we could create a little toolkit <laughs> um <laughs> for the art of receiving. So we've spoken about Breath, you mentioned breath. Yeah. And presence. Presence, breath,
1: kindness. kindness. I, I do think that there is um, um something that, that when people first hear about it, particularly couples, they yeah. often have a lot of resistance to this process. But I think it can be brilliant. And that is that you... Take it in turns Mm. to give and receive so you don't just go into a sort of amorous thing, you know, oh, we're going to get erotic tonight, we're going to have sex, we're going to do this, Mm. we're going to do that, Um, or we're going to do what we always do. But actually kind of park that, put that somewhere else, set specific time where you have equal amount of time Mm. giving and receiving and you either, and you're very clear about what you're going to do. So sometimes you could just do um, something quite free form or you might do, okay, what we're going to do is just, just swap a back massage. You know, yeah. start with, probably start with something that's not about the genitals mm. actually because yes, that becomes so charged massage. and so, you know, or a foot massage mm. or, a, you know, something very simple um, and is... We're not, we're not trying to create an end result. Mm. We're simply practicing. So the person giving is practicing, being in the place of giving and touching without a um, agenda about what's going to happen. Mm. And the person receiving practices, being in that place of breathing, using your breath,
0: mm.
1: using your placement of attention so our minds wander just you know the breath is a great one just to come back
0: Mm. just
1: noticing the sensations listening to the body allowing yourself to feel whatever it is that Mm. you're feeling and not have any agenda about that
0: that's really important it's really important just saying the you know not to have an agenda so so often yeah we can feel that oh if we touch that's going to lead to yeah. sex yeah um, so letting go of that gender.
1: <clears throat> and that's and that's why i suggest particularly when you start that so it's just make a that touch it's, date yeah a touch date that it's not mm. that it's not around the around the genitals and it's not specifically around arousal because no. for many of us um for many people um when they um particularly if you're at the beginning of of learning about these new ways of being with sexuality actually i'm Mm. just going to say new ways of being with sexuality that we um our bodies um very quickly as soon as we touch the genitals a bodily response happens that can be quite strong
0: Mm. and
1: immediately we, it's, it's almost like, you know, it's like somebody's put a bowl of sugar in front of you or a big pile of chocolate or mm. whatever your favourite food is, mm. you know, and said, don't eat that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> don't, your gender isn't about eating it. You're just going to explore the food. You know, it's mm. like, no, you want to eat it because you know it's mm. really good and you just do it
0: mm. before your
1: brain's even caught up with what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So the body does that as well. And, also and, our
0: mind, if we're touched absolutely. in a certain place or we're touching something. Yeah. So yeah, our mind already has a preconceived absolutely. idea that this is going to result in some absolutely. hanky panky.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Well, and just that it's gonna—we're going to try and get to orgasm as quickly as possible. Mm. You know, it almost becomes a kind of grasping for. And, um, and I
0: was also just like we could kindly, um, the art of receiving in our life. We don't. Mm. We can play with it outside of the bedroom. So compliments. Absolutely. You know, when someone gives a compliment, how can we receive that compliment? And Absolutely. When you were talking, I was just thinking, oh, it'd be really, really lovely to receive someone cooking dinner for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also the giving of cooking someone yeah. dinner yeah. and the uh, pleasure in that. you're reminding me.
1: You're reminding me of a situation when I first met my husband. Um, um, he took me away on holiday and um and he took me to a hotel that he knew really well and I had never it was a very fancy, very posh hotel so mm-hmm. i don't want to give details, but it' was a very fancy, very posh hotel and um and I had never been in that kind of environment before and um and i 'm a very English person um you know it was taught by my mum you know mm. you help out you don't you know all yeah. the things we're saying about receiving that we've been taught you know pay don't take too much pay <laughs> your way blah, blah blah you know um um and and the waiters in this we were sat in the bar There was a group of friends we were sat in the bar and um and uh the waiter came to the table and um he knew we were at the point that we might want more drinks because it was literally that a thought came into my mind and there was the waiter. It was quite amazing. And, um, and he leant over the table to, to, to pick the glasses up. And, of course, I got there first and picked the glasses up and went to hand them to him. Mm. And, um, and the other people that were with me told me off. They actually, I got a slap on the wrist. Don't do that. Don't mm. do that. That's let yourself be served. Mm. Allow yourself. This this man here, the waiter, because they knew him, he's really, really good at this. Mm. Let him do it.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: it is. <laughs> and I, and I realised in that moment, my job actually was to enjoy it. Yeah. Because when I was in that place of enjoying it,
0: mm.
1: then then it's like the theatre, then the creation, the Mm. creativity could happen. Mm. He could actually do the thing that he was really, really good at, Mm. you know, and and he could take pride in his work and he could do it so beautifully. If nobody was there to experience it, there was no point in him doing that.
0: Mm.
1: And when I stood back and, you know, sat back and actually just enjoyed it,
0: Mm. it was
1: like, you know, I could. I filled up with feeling lucky, feeling happy, feeling fulfilled, feeling. You know, it was a really weird feeling because I'd never had that so before. If
0: we can't receive, <laughs> but also taking something away from the other person. Absolutely, absolutely. By not being able to receive absolutely. their love or their absolutely. the meal they've cooked or the touch they're giving. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and. <sighs>
1: <laughs> that's still really different to somebody serving you some food mm. that you hate It's mm. <laughs> still okay to say you know thank you so much for cooking this it's, I can't actually eat it it's okay to say that because mm. <laughs> of course that's even more rude isn't it you know if you don't like something you've got well, to put well, up with then it <laughs> you
0: wouldn't truly be receiving it you wouldn't because be. your body no. would be tense because you don't really like it yeah. you know yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't be taking yeah. you wouldn't be receiving it yeah. in so yeah. yeah yeah
1: but that's you know that's there's a dance in that there's an art form um. in that there's a there's a you know if it's a meal it's an assumption that you know how that's going to feel so you say no already and da, 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 you know there's um. a whole not quite a right or wrong or a black and white in that but there's a place to explore the the receiving yeah um. yeah
0: Thank you, Becky. It's been really You're welcome. refreshing and enlightening, welcome. and um, yeah, thank because, um, you for having me, me. and uh, <laughs> plenty of others. Food for thought in yeah. our uh, what would you call it? Our uh, okayness in receiving. Our, uh... Yeah,
1: and it, while well, it's it, it's you know at its deepest level, actually, it's um, it's allowing ourselves to really enter into the dance of life. Yeah. Really, really drop quite deeply into that dance of life. Hmm. You know.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Becky. You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Robertson. For more information, please visit Brighton Talk Sex.